Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Now, Dublin Councillor Mannix Flynn says it's unfair to demonise young people for large social gatherings in the city, saying the City Council now needs to take responsibility for managing outdoor socialising. Photos and videos showed large crowds gathered in the capital on Saturday evening, in particular in and around South William Street. Although Root was telling me they were in and around uh, Temple Bar, they were everywhere actually, but that particular picture obviously uh, looked quite sensational with all those people on South William Street. And a major clean-up operation took place in Dublin yesterday with images of large amounts of rubbish left behind after the crowd had dispersed or were dispersed by the Garda Khan. And now the Garda Khan did stop people going onto the street afterwards the following day because they didn't want a repeat of the scenes but if you look at the pictures it wasn't just rubbish there was pools of urine everywhere as well I mean people were peeing as they stood and ate and drank and large crowds also reportedly uh, gathered in parts of Cork and Galway over the weekend as well while a number of politicians have expressed disappointment at the scenes others said it showed the urgent need for more outdoor public spaces and amenities to allow people to socialise safely so joining me on the air is Mannix Flynn Mannix good afternoon to you afternoon though Mannix I mean look I we were told by the government that it's going to be an outdoor summer. So we should have been a little bit prepared unless we thought it was some sort of, you know, I don't know, this kind of romantic idea of us all sitting around drinking coffee and having a chat with our little fingers sticking out, which I don't think was going to happen in a pedestrianised area in Dublin. Yeah, well, you know the old saying, I think you know that ad, where's the beef? Where's the plan? They knew about this. They knew about this for a year, but there was no plan. There was no plan in Dublin City Council. I was calling for this plan. I was looking for this plan. So you had this kind of, you know, emphasis towards outdoor dining, opening, uh, takeaway points. And basically, so when the moment arises, uh, there's no preparation. They pedestrianised the uh, areas around uh, St. Stephen's Green and uh, uh, St. William Street. And there was simply, that was it. It was left to fend for itself. But we had, uh, the, we had this conversation about Portobello when they closed it off about three weeks ago. And, and to be fair to the residents of the area, the place was left in some mess. And the point we made at the time was, or that was made at the time to the council, well, look, use, you know, move the shifts around for council workers, have a few council workers on site, maybe a skip at the end of the street, because Dublin City Council this morning said they couldn't physically put any more bins in. Now, look, the, last... I mean, the thing about it is, the, you know, we've all the staff there, but you couldn't get into that street. And at the end of the day, people have to be responsible for their own rubbish. This wasn't literally. No, no, I, I disagree with you. Know you. I, mean? I don't. So, well, I should say I agree with you. People should bring their rubbish home. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But, but, but again, you, when you, you know, in, t- in terms of emptying bins, that's a whole other issue. Now, the likes of Temple Bar, which has their own kind of company, they clean their bins. I mean, people in the in that area pay an extra levy to the likes of Dublin Town, and they didn't even go out to clean the streets. But the responsibility here is for those people who take the slabs of alcohol, the public houses who actually sell out the uh, takeaway points. But the problem was is that they didn't have the staff because we don't have normal opening. Now, in that area on a normal Friday or Saturday or a sunny day, there would be a crowds of people and the staff of those premises would come out and clean them. Well, but mind you, when you, when you say there would be crowds of people, nothing to the extent of what we saw the other no, day no, because no, they're no, not indoors. They're not no, sitting no, down in a restaurant. But, but, no, but, but the reason why you had those crowds is that no one was managing the public domain. 
I mean, if you like, you know, when you have those kind of crowds, it was very obvious because I was out there all day. You could see what was happening. You could see it building up, and you could see the crowds of people. And as, as you said yourself earlier on, it was happening all over the, uh, the, you know, all over the country. And people are expecting, and we expect the city council and the local authority to manage this situation, but they didn't. And Dublin City Council has an obligation to manage the public domain. The Gardaí have an obligation to police the public domain if necessary, but their job isn't to the state manage. So what you had actually on, you know, Saturday in the Stevens Green area was akin to a bad night on the boardwalk. It was absolutely outrageous what was happening. And the kind of behaviour was absolutely unacceptable. That's a residential area. And don't forget, it was a... When, when, you, when you say the kind of, of behaviour... Malik, sorry to come back to you. When you say the sorry. kind of behaviour, from what I believe and from what everybody has told me and witnesses that were there, most people were, you know, having a good time, singing, dancing, jumping up and down. There wasn't any, any, thankfully, any violence or anything like that. Now, you're right. People were just dumping the rubbish randomly all over the place. People were peeing. There was one video of us uh, of a guy standing up at a pillar naked, mind you. I'm sure he'll regret that the next day. But in saying that, generally, there was a good mood and a good atmosphere. Hang on a second. Hang on a moment, okay? Your good mood is not a good mood for a resident or a family that's going to get and to I the agree. street or a, business, Absolutely. or a business that's open. And drunkenness in the public domain. I don't mind people drinking in the public domain but drunkenness in the public domain and loud behaviour like that and that kind of gathering was absolutely unacceptable now I would hold the people responsible on a personal level but I'd equally hold Dublin City Council absolutely responsible Owen Keegan and I find it absolutely appalling that the city manager the city manager Mr Owen Keegan who's on a substantial salary and who's in charge of this city hasn't come out and made a personal strong statement in relation to the city Okay so what's he, so, okay, so Mannix what's the, the solution there. Okay so okay the solution not the only is it well, well Hang on, now let me ask you a question. The solution is clearly education as well. We need to educate people to bring the rubbish home. But then again, we are talking about people who might have a few beers on them or whatever it happens to be, and they might not always remember to take it home. So we do need to provide extra facilities. We, do, we can't have 200 people queuing to have a pee at Stephen's Green. No, That's totally unacceptable. Absolutely. But as I said, our state, our country had all of the you know, opportunity to, to present a proper plan. Could you imagine if we are going to go to the concert that they're going to provide up in the Phoenix Park that it was run like this? No, you can be damn sure that the OPW will organise this, there'll be public news, there'll be stewards, there'll be all these people. This is expected in a normal society. But here in Ireland, here in Dublin, no, you fend for yourself. I mean, it's simply appalling, unacceptable, and it could have been completely and absolutely avoided. You know what I mean? It could have been avoided because people just wanted to go out and enjoy themselves. People wanted to enjoy the sunshine. It was out there yesterday all around the city and by and large people were enjoying themselves. They were, these were flashpoints, okay? Mm-hmm. And I believe that they were mismanaged mainly by Dublin City Council, who is in charge of the public domain. I mean, you can't simply come along and say, OK, we're going to pedestrianise suite and have fine dining out here, and then turn around and say, <laughs> oh, we're not in charge of it. You know well, I mean, well, I mean I, I, as I said to you earlier on, I think there was some sort of romantic notion that it would be like the Champs-Élysées, and you would suddenly have people sitting outside, <laughs> sipping on their wine and drinking their coffee, having pleasant chats in this pedestrian zone. We had to have realised that after 13 months of young people, or 14, 15 months of young people being locked down, particularly those maybe who live live in apartments, don't have back gardens, etc., etc., that they're going to congregate on the street and, by and by and large, weren't really doing anything wrong apart from leaving the rubbish around and being on the streets. And I understand from a resident's point of view that must be very difficult. But we are then, you know, you've got double, the double whammy here is that you wouldn't have that many people on the street if people were indoors, for example, if or indoor dining. Have- this was happening on a roadway where there were cars coming through, and even that was almost impossible. This was a this was a horrendous situation, and the local authority and the statutory authorities failed entirely to go in here and manage this situation in an appropriate manner. 
It was the same thing that happened in St. Stephen's Green, that women closed the green. The same thing that happened on Portobello. They went in and managed it in an appropriate way. That's what they do. But for some strange reason, for some odd reason, knowing that this was happening on the Saturday that it was happening, they didn't bother doing it. I could mean, they, could they Malik, say, on a, on a Friday evening, or Friday morning, maybe even, for example, before people come out of work and, you know, because that's when it all starts, obviously, on a Friday evening right up to kind of Sunday evening. Could they stick down maybe four or five port at the end of the street? Just Now, I'm talking about on a, as a temporary measure because, obviously, this is going to be for the next month while we have, you know, the outdoor dining and outdoor drinking, etc., etc. And then maybe a small mini-skip at each end of the street. Would that help? No, it wouldn't help because it would create a terrible situation. What you need to do is open the premises. They're going to sell alcohol and expect to manage people who are under the influence of alcohol. Open the public house. They're the people who have the experience here. It's extremely difficult to manage people when they're under the influence of alcohol. And it's almost impossible to manage the unmanageable when they're drunk. Now, we do like a drink. And I was one that spent, like, you know, a fair part of my life out of my mind. <laughs> on drink until, until I got until well, I Well, I can't say I would have joined you. I don't drink myself, so it wouldn't appeal to me. But yeah. are, you, are you saying, Malix, then the government should have opened indoor dining in pubs? Is that what well, you're saying? I mean, the problem is, is that who's going to manage the outdoor experience? Who's going to manage those? Well, nobody at the moment, but the sound well, of things. That's where the problem is. People expect their, their public domain and their outside experience to be managed in accordance with the way it's managed in other places in Europe and in London. I'm in and out of London all the time, and I see huge crowds, but they're managed. It's properly policed. It's properly stewarded. There's lots of backup in those places. But here we have a vibrant com- uh, community, a vibrant city. A lot of young people want to go out there and enjoy themselves. And, like, you know what I mean, they're at risk of dying in, 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 in a sea of their own litter. Now, we've had, you know, the woke folk, but they don't see The woke folk? Now. Who are yeah, the woke folk? The woke up people. The woke Oh, the woke folk who, folk who give out about everything. Who yeah. are all the young people. But it <laughs> yeah. seems to me they forgot that lesson. And here they are, like, you know, in a sea of rubbish uh, in South William Street. And it's unacceptable. Somewhere along the line, the message is lost. Somewhere along the line, the Green Party have absolutely failed. Uh, okay, well, okay, so Maddox, I'm running out of time. So this is going to happen again next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday if the weather is good, right? And according to Matt Aaron, by the way, it looks like we're in for a good stretch of good weather, okay? And probably a couple of the evenings this week, too, depending on how early people get off work. So you're in Dublin City Council, your own Keegan Maddox. What are you going to, what would you do right now to manage this problem? I would make a statement to the public and I would appeal to the public. Ah, forget about statements. What would you do? But I would send out all my trucks. Obviously, I'd have my trucks on standby to to remove all the waste that's out there. But I would appeal to people to actually dispose of their own waste. I would put the services that they need right on those particular streets to deal with this particular situation where we get through this this gradual opening process. This month, yeah. Well, there'll be a month until the indoor dining starts. And and there's plenty of, by the way, there's plenty of private companies like Green Waste, like, you know, uh, Panda, who would assist in that call and assist in help. That's all you need to do. Ask for help and you shall receive. But the idea that your fingers crossed and you're hoping that the sea Hope goods the are best. going to take up the waste. <laughs> they were hoping the sea goods were going to come in and take up the waste like they used to do in Dame Street and place and pick up the bags, but they never appeared. So that's what you do. You call out to the private sector. Can you assist us in this level? Can you help us manage our public domains, clean them out, and make sure it's safe for everybody to get up and down those streets? And we call on the publicans and those selling alcohol and the alcohol industry and the hospitality industries to look out for their customers and look out for people, and particularly those in off licenses. 
Okay, I'm, lo- I'm, lo- I'm looking at some of the text. I would just stop. The woke folks sound like they're still in dreamland. He's right. Another person says these were not young people who don't have gardens, etc. They were uh, uh, these were young people, a lot underage, who live with their parents. I see the queues of them at the dart stations. You can't control a bunch of drunken kids, so you need to control the area they drink in. Who's best to control this? The pubs. Open them. No. No, well, but I, I think he goes back to what you were saying about you know the pubs, obviously the experts, the restaurants are the experts at supervising people. Yeah, but these weren't children; these were adults in the main. Okay, they were adults who were behaving, you know, well under the influence. There are kids out there who were drinking underage drinking, and you can't, you can't, you can't tolerate that. The, the situation is back to management. The situation okay. is back to a plan. Okay. We're still waiting for a plan from Dublin City Council and all the restaurant associations and the business associations as to how they're going to deal with this wonderful experience that we're meant to have, which is the outdoor dining. And I certainly don't want that to be, a, to be catastrophic. I want that to be managed really well and I want everybody to enjoy themselves. I don't want okay. to see like we had last weekend. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. Malik Flynn, independent Dublin City Councillor. And by the way, can I mention, there's lots of people texting in. Somebody says that, uh, no, did they ever hear of oil drums in the streets? Put them around where people gather, says Joe and Kildare. But it's probably not a bad idea because I heard them this morning talking about 10 grand for a bin. You know, these electronic bins that compress all the rubbish. I don't think we need a permanent situation because this is not a permanent problem. This problem is going to be for the next month, I suppose, until, of course, indoor dining and the pubs open. So they're going to have to manage this, as Malik's rightly says. Now, Malik's argued, of course, that it's important to remember what happened on the streets in Dublin over the weekend wasn't illegal, it was mismanaged. And I'm going to, as I did already speak to Malik about this, but there are calls for more bins nationwide after huge amounts of litter were left behind. And yes, people, 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 please educate yourselves. I know you are probably hammer drunk some of the time, but please bring home your own rubbish. If you have, you know, empty bottles, bring a bag with you, even a shoulder bag, stick them all in the shoulder bag, even on the way home. If you don't want to bring them home, if you find Find a bin further up the road, fling them in that or whatever it happens to be. But don't just leave them lying around the ground. Now, I understand if you need to go to the toilet, you need to go to the toilet. When nature calls, particularly if you have a few drinks on you, you need to go to the toilet. But try and find somewhere that's not in the middle of the street or at least a public toilet. Now, I know people are going to say, no, there was two and three hundred people queuing for public toilets because we very few of them. We closed a lot of them actually going back a few years ago because they weren't being managed very well. So, I mean, what is the one still there, by the way? You know, in West Smoland Street, as you're turning to Trinity College, those really old style ones the Victorian ones I think they're actually gone as well but anyway whose fault do you think this was was this as Mannix rightly points out the government had a plan for outdoor dining but the city council didn't put the plan into action the city council weren't the ones providing the bins or the toilets or is it the people's fault are they just scruffy louts that just don't clean up after them Whose fault is this? Uh, the number is 87 Do you believe there's a lack of respect in people living, leaving their rubbish and there? And are they personally to blame for this? Bernie, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing? Good morning, Niall. How are you? Good. Good welcome to Ireland's Classic Hits this morning, Bernie. I mean, look, you've seen the pictures. It was quite disgusting, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. Like, look, I know people are to blame, right? Yeah, you shouldn't be leaving your rubbish and all that. But have you seen the bins? People are leaving the rubbish around the bins because they're overflowing. The Dublin City Council are not collecting them. Like, that's their main job. It, it'd be hard, you know, looking at the picture, Bernie, it would be hard for a lad with a trolley or whatever they dump all the bins into to get up that street. But I'm telling you, if you walk down, everyone would be throwing the rubbish in. You know, like... Mm-hmm. But, but the, the point is that they should be constantly going around clearing the bins, but they're not. And they were on another radio station earlier on this morning saying that uh, they're not going to... 
put out more bins and they're not going to yeah, They said they, they physically, I heard that, they said they yeah. physically couldn't fit anymore. And the last time I was down South William Street, I didn't see it being a wash with bins. So no. I don't know what they're talking about. But sure, I walked down Matthew Street there a few minutes ago and there's bins overflowing there. Now the whole city's cleaned up. Well, the bins are starting to overflow again, just from normal rubbish. Yeah. But they're not collecting them. Like they're just lazy and not doing the job. See, the thing is, you have a situation at the moment where people are getting, you know, takeaways from coffee shops or whatever it is, because they're not allowed to sit inside, obviously. So they're they're eating on the move. And, mm. and, and the wrappers are in their hands and they're looking for somewhere to put them. And if a bin is overflown, I've seen people leave the rubbish on top of the bin, beside the bin. So they are making an effort sometimes. But as you rightly said, if the bin is overflown, so what can they do with it? Yeah, and like, like look at Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. They closed their toilet. Like, that's, it's a disgrace. Like, coffee shops won't let you use their bathrooms. They're saying, no, they're closed. When aren't they actually supposed to allow you, if you buy something in there, you're supposed to be able to use the bathroom, but they just don't want to clean it either. There's a bit of a catch-22 situation going on here, really, isn't there? Yeah. I mean... It's loaded. It, it, it's well, yeah, if, you're, <laughs> if you're telling people, you know, it's going to be an outdoor summer and everyone needs to respect that, okay, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> but in saying that, if it's going to be outdoor, well, then it has to be managed, as Maddox rightly yeah. says. And we're not, not, we're not managing not it. it. No. And no one's listening to the government anymore. None of this plan. Mm. It's hard to not curse. <laughs> well, well, some people are. Yeah. Okay, but but in, in saying that, so you don't blame the people, even though, I mean, by your own admission, it's the people who are leaving the rubbish. Could they put it into the backpack or into a bag yeah, and bring it home no, with they them? they could, like, they could. But realistically, they're not going to. I mean, you know, how, like, would you, how would you feel, Bernie, if you lived there? I mean, if and a lot of people do live in the city. I'd be feeling like, but, I mean, it's not, like, it's not the people's, like, main fault. Like, it's, they want to put the, the rubbish in the bins. And if there was access to, they would. Yeah. Simple as, like. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, i got to go back to work. Okay, listen, Bernie, <laughs> thanks very much, Nina. Appreciate you coming on the air, all right? Uh, a lot of people texting in. Niall, um, you can't blame anybody but Dublin City Council and the government if they want to put this plan together and have people to drink and socialise outdoors for the next month or so, well, then they're going to have to put a plan into action to clean up after them because, after all, you can't expect people to bring home all the rubbish. Well, well yeah, you can bring home some rubbish. I know you can't be going laden with bags and bottles and everything else, but surely you could go down the street a little bit. Uh, Dave, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? What's the crack? What's the crack? Dave, I mean, I don't know what it was like in Killarney. Killarney? Oh, Tipperary, should I say. Is that where you are? Oh, uh, I was actually in a couple of places, Limerick and Waterford and Tip over the weekend. Oh, okay. So you did a bit of travelling over the weekend. Oh, yeah, I got around. Right. <laughs> okay. And generally speaking, there was a lot of people out, I suppose. It was a sunny day. People were enjoying the, the good weather. I mean, and you can't blame them for wanting to do that. But were the facilities in other towns that you were in, was there was there the same kind of carnage going on? I was on three different beaches yesterday and I didn't see one bit of rubbish. Right, okay. So seen there, was, there were people out having barbecues, there was a few people having a few drinks and everybody had bags and they were putting their, their rubbish in the bags and taking them with them. Now, here's the thing. When you go to a beach, you are prepared to do that. Generally mm. speaking. Okay, so you generally will. Most people have the respect when they go to a beach or a public park that they will take their stuff home with them. But when you're in a city, you expect there to be bins, you expect there to be toilets. That's true. Well, the toilets, I won't, I won't disagree with anybody on the toilets. That's just an unmitigated disaster. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you know, if the pubs really wanted to recoup a few pounds, they should just be saying to people on the slide, listen, you know, two, three euros. We'll let you win. <laughs> a pound to use the jacks. 
Hey, do you know what I mean? To be fair, the drunker you are, if you set a five or a tenner, you probably yeah, give it to yeah. But I don't, I don't accept like that. There's one, one thing you said I kind of take exception to is we should educate young people and to clean up after themselves. Now, I'm sorry now, but I have an 11-year-old who knows to take up his shit after. Like, mm. I was in Limerick on Saturday. I had a heap of rubbish in my hands. I was walking up the road. One bin was full. Went to the next bin. The next bin was full. We just walked back to the car, left in the car, and got rid of it when I went home. Like, if you're going into Dublin City, especially now, you know the bins are going to be full. You know that, you know, the services Dublin City Council are providing. But that's not good. But that's not good enough, is it? Bring a bag with you. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm, what I'm saying is, the, the, the statement you just said, if you're going into Dublin City, or be it Cork or Limerick or Galway as well, and any of the main places where people are meeting at the moment, if you're going into these areas, these pedestrianised areas, which are designed for people to have the outdoor experience... Bring a bag with you because you know there's not going to be any bins and the yeah, bins are going to be full. Look, I mean, that's not an acceptable statement because that's up to that's what you pay taxes for, isn't it? Oh, exactly. I hey, come here to me. I live in rural Ireland. I pay road taxes. Trust me. I I understand. We pay for stuff. We don't get the services we should be getting. You know what I mean? But like, nobody is stupid at this point. We all know the crack now. We all know that if you're going into town, the bins probably might be full. If you have like, especially say if you're just going to have a few pints, right? Those plastic cups sit into each other. You can very easily bring a plastic bag with you and find maybe a big bin outside of somewhere or bring it home and throw it in your bin. I mean, there's absolutely no... Uh, no, and Nobody is blameless here. Dublin City Council should hang their heads in shame. Um, but the people as well. I've seen the videos. It was actually disgusting. Slain Castle wasn't that bad last year when I went to a concert. I know. I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen the scenes after Electric Picnic and Glastonbury and they weren't that bad. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, mind you, mind you, the argument is when you go to, say, the Electric Picnic or you go to London or England and you go to Glastonbury or whenever you happen to go, they will have facilities, they will have public toilets, they will have more bins, etc., etc. Yeah, but compared to me, I was fairly well lamped the last time I went to see Metallica, and I was still seeking out bins to throw my rubbish in. Where did you Where did you, you know go to mean? see Where did you go to see Metallica? In Slane. Slane. Oh, in Slane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I believe there's a big gig planned for Slane. By the way, didn't didn't I hear? Um, I'd never go again. I, I went would you not? first, and for us, uh, it's uh, it's the worst place I've ever gone. I've been there. I've been there twice. I went to see the Rolling Stones, and I went to see no three times. I went to see the Rolling Stones, Queen, and I went to see Madonna. Madonna was the worst gig I've ever seen in my life. But in saying that. I don't like the venue. No, it's 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 crap. It's, the sound is not the sound is not great. It's great. Metallica were brilliant now. Like they were well, they were always good anyway. But just getting out of there, like I can't understand. Oh yes, how, like, yeah, too. It's supposed, but it's supposed to be Ireland's premier kind of uh, music venue, and yet there's absolutely no traffic management at all. I know two you know, hour, two hours just to get out of a car park in your car. I guess. Yeah, everybody just goes at the one time and it just bottlenecks. Yeah, you know, it, I know. Uh, no, I wouldn't go there again to be honest with you. Now, right, getting back but, to this, the, the, when well, you're talking about traffic management, the rubbish <laughs> management. No, it is, and like to be honest with you, I, I would disagree with Manix. Like, it, it would cost nothing to drop a big wheelie bin, or you know, the ones with the wheels on them, or even the yeah, well, a mini skip. Like, you have the mini skips, yeah, yeah, at each end of the street. It wouldn't cost anything as well, but the people aren't blaming this either. Like, I, I thought it was absolutely disgraceful. Like, bring your, like, if you can't find a bin, bring a bag. You know these things are going to happen. Bring your shit home with you. I mean, Dublin is enough of a kip as it is without you making it look even worse. You know no, well, I, mean? I wouldn't say all of it's a kip in fairness, but you know, ah, some, some, of it, some of it certainly is. I mean, ah, it, on, I mean, it could do it fixing up. O'Connell Street is not something we should be proud of, mind you. I would agree yeah, with you. For a cap- for a capital city, I mean, Jesus Christ! I was up around the ambassador there the last time. I, was I in know. Dublin, I know. 
it's all just chippers and bookies and stuff like that. Oh, no, no, I look, I've said this on the air before. We should be, as a city, we should be ashamed of O'Connell Street. It is the main thoroughfare of the city and was always, if I go back to when I was a child, you had the Gresham Hotel, the beautiful Carlton and Savoy Cinema, and it was a beautiful street and and we could be proud of it, but not now. You're right, it's full of chippers, it's full of takeaways, it's full of casinos or whatever else is up there. It's just unrecognisable. It's cheesy. And as for that yoke in the middle of it, the spire... Oh, the big hypodermic needle in the middle of the scene with a heroin problem. It's probably... I mean, why couldn't they put something up that tourists can go up in it or... You know what I mean? Something like, I don't know, a revolving restaurant at the top of it or something. I don't know. Something useful. Something, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it is. I mean, Dublin is a kip enough as it is, but that was absolutely disgraceful. I I don't... I I do not take this whole, oh, they're young people and they've been in and blah, blah, blah. You know. Well, there is an element of that. There is an element. But yes. I mean, again, for the They're not just young people, by the way. They're all ages, but there is an element. Hey, come here to me. There was enough people of my age and older now inside that crowd that I was looking at. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, not, like, I'm not disagreeing. They're not children. They're not stupid. You know, they're not uneducated. Most of them actually are quite educated. They're students, right? And they're yeah, quite I mean, educated on, people. I mean, come on. If our children acted like that, we'd roast them. Do you know what I mean? And by the way, a lot of these people, because a lot of them, are, you rightly said, they would be the kind of 19 to 26-year-old age group. A lot of them, not all of them. Some of them are a lot older than that. Yeah, you know, I mean, these are the same people who are demanding change for climate change and yeah. <laughs> recycling and all these things. And yet they can't even find a toilet or, you know, yeah, put their rubbish can. in a bag. Yeah, like you, can't, you can't just put a couple of plastic cups inside each other and wait to get back to your own gas. Like, especially if you're a student and you're living in the city. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Like, we all want to get out there but let's not like mess this up and give the powers that be you know excuses to put restrictions back on all right listen Dave thanks very much indeed uh, loads of messages by the way coming in audio messages on whatsapp as well hi you know George from uh, Mullingar just was in my local town park with my daughter on Saturday and every bin every bin in the town park on Saturday was completely full and the surrounding all around it people were just leaving it beside the bin because they couldn't get any more into it why can't the council empty the bins on a Saturday? Thank you. There you go. See, it wasn't just Dublin. It wasn't just Galway. It wasn't just Limerick. It wasn't just Cork. It was Mullingar. It was everywhere you went. Everywhere you went, the bins were full. The councils need to get their finger out, get their act together. I'm not taking away the personal responsibility. Bring your rubbish home. But unfortunately, we live in the real world where people might have a few drinks on them and might just drop what they have where they are. If there's a bin there, they might just bother walking to it and throw the stuff in. If it's full, they're not going to bother, are they? So we need to do something about it. If we're going to do this for the next month, uh, it's not going to be a romantic idea, as I said earlier on, of people sitting down, sipping on wine and drinking coffee, having a chat in these pedestrianised areas. It is going to be a lot of people. So we need to manage it. After the break, by the way, I'm going to be asking you as well, is it okay for somebody to be topless in a shared area? I'm just looking at Twitter here, by the way. Amy O'Connor, who's a journalist, has just put up absolutely mortifying scenes on Clare Byrne right now as Dublin City Council officials says they can't provide more bins and toilets as they might encourage people to come into town to use them. I'm sure that's the whole point of it, isn't it? That we don't mind. I mean, surely we want to put a bit of a heart into the city, across well, across all the cities of the country, that we need people to enjoy the cities. Isn't that the whole idea? But yet, as soon as they start to use the city, and I agree to the extreme because of the circumstances at the moment, we're giving out about it. And there's nowhere for them to put the rubbish, nowhere to go to the toilet. Ah, for stop, for God's sake. Barry are in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Barry? Hi, how are you doing now? Barry, you this doing? is just an unmitigated mess, isn't it? Pardon the pun, by uh, the way. It's an absolute disgrace, to be honest with you. 
I think the, that the fact that we have a Green Party in this country and there isn't a bottle deposit scheme, which there used to be when my mom was when my mom was younger, she's about 50, so Kilmey was saying that online. But, um, they, her and her granddad used to go down to the beach, they collect bottles, they get a pee for each one, and they buy... Oh, I remember them. that, yeah. We used to collect the lemonade bottles and we got three pence back on each one of them we collected, yeah. And that's the thing, that's been abolished now. How, how can that be? And my friend, myself and my friends went on a J1 over to Vancouver, and for every can you buy, you get five or ten cents back. So if we had a party event like that, we'd collect them all, bring them to a place, we get enough to buy a few steaks or burgers. And get <laughs> you, poor, you poor student, yeah. Huh? yeah. Exactly, exactly. But we're trying to, and that's the thing. It, it, and it well, why, I mean, here's that. the thing. Why isn't Eamon Ryan uh, the Green Party leader? Well, mind you, I don't know if they can wake him up or not. But why isn't he out there today demanding that Owen Keegan, the city council manager, do something about this and make sure for next weekend, let's not make the same mistake again, that, okay, we educate people and tell people, but we can do that to we're blue in the face, tell them to bring their stuff home, but that we have some sort of management in place for this waste. Exactly. It's, 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 like, they're, it's like they're governing blind, to be honest with you. The problem is there, and it won't just get rid of itself. And even that with, even the other thing that, that the bottle deposit scheme would help is, that if you go to Berlin, or Vancouver, all these cities, the homeless people, they have something to do. They go and they clean the streets. It's another thing for them to do, like, and it's a way for them to get money, and it's completely in, in, in intelligent for it not to be being done. Well, I mean, it doesn't. The whole thing makes zero sense to me. I mean, we know this is going to happen again, right? Next weekend, or maybe, or maybe even before that. Why not stick in a bottle bank at the end of each end of the street? Why not stick in a mini skip at each end of the street? I understand for the residents it's not a pretty sight, but it's only going to be for four or five weeks until, of course, the indoor dining and pubs open. So why not manage that situation and let people enjoy the outdoors if that's what we want to do? It's 100% what, what needs to be done. There needs, and I heard you say earlier about the barrels. Like these barrels, if you look at the tree funding in Tash, there's those barrels, but there isn't enough. They get overflown. If you look at going to town along the, the canal, there is a, there's one or two barrels every 100 metres. Yeah. And the public toilets is another issue that is an absolute disgrace. Well, now, uh, well, how, do you, how do you deal with that? A few portaloos? Well, a few portaloos, exactly. Like Rather than like, the laneways in Dublin are getting absolutely polluted. <laughs> I know. I'd be, more, I'd be more worried about what you might catch from them than what exactly. we've been dealing with for the last year, to be honest with you. When, exactly. I look to the pic- when I look to the pictures and I see these pools of urine everywhere, I mean, it's not a pretty sight, is it? It's not. It's a river. A river of piss going down the lanes. Like, you can barely walk across them. I mean, and, and and I understand, obviously, when I seen that the, the, there was a picture, actually, uh, there's a toilet up in Stevens Green, and there was about 150 to 200 people in a queue, mainly females, by the way, can I point out, obviously, because they have a bit more dignity when they want to go to the toilet. Uh, mm. Mainly females, you know, queuing up. I mean, that's unacceptable. It is, completely. It's, it's, it's not fair. And like, the fact that there is, is, that it's someone's job to be able to manage these public prizes, and what are they doing with it? What are, like, what are they actually doing? Are they just twiddling the thumbs at home, like... Anyone, if you went into a group of six classes and said make solutions to this, they'd make about ten, and there's been nothing done. It's ridiculous. I mean, but by the way, in relation to when you were living in Canada, Barry, do you think that yeah. Canadian people, as opposed to Irish people, have a little more responsibility when it comes to say bringing their rubbish home or recycling or generally, you know, separating the rubbish, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Do you think they generally have? I don't know. I don't know if it was the fact that the Irish people are abroad and they're trying to make a good image of themselves. But in general, like every single beach in Vancouver, like they call the Irish people the plague over there because they come for three months and there's just hundreds of them. But everyone is so well behaved. Like anyone you speak to on the bus is like, you Irish people are so nice. And they're just <laughs> if only they knew. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only been. But that's the thing. Uh, I have to say, though, in general, the Canadians have a, a lot more of an environmental um, aspect in everything they do. Like, the, the, the ball deposit scheme just makes sense. The Everything they do over there is just... Like, they have, on the side of the streets in Canada, they have these um, public gardens where people just grow tomatoes and stuff, and you can just pick one. Like, what? But I mean, Mannix did make a good point that the age group that we're talking about here primarily, now not all of them, I can't blame young people and everything, but the age group is kind of 19 to 26 years of age that was out there in those photographs that we saw. And and he he called them the woke brigade. So these are the same people who are constantly giving out about the environment, constantly giving out about the government, constantly giving out that we should be recycling, and yet they're the ones making the mess. It is, but it's also like, what are they going to do? Like, if you give... You bring a person to water, they're going to drink water. There's nothing. There's no other option for these young people. Like I, I obviously would be in that bracket, but I have to say it works. Like there is obviously a group of people in each group that has it brings a bag, you clean up, you put it beside a bin. When there's not, when there's nowhere to put the rubbish, and when there's nowhere, to, where there's no, when you're given these plastic cups from, from uh, pubs every single t- second, like. Where are they going to go? Well, I think Amy O'Connor summed it up in her tweet there on Twitter when she said that the Dublin City Council official has just said they can't provide bins and toilets as that might actually encourage people to come into town to use them. <laughs> that, well, that, that sums it up to you, doesn't it? Done. It's getting done anyway. Like, it's, it's going to be getting done. Once the weather gets good, you know, it's like, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. But what's wrong with encouraging people to come into town? That's isn't that the didn't we all I mean, haven't we been saying that for years we need people to, you know, encourage people to use the outdoors and to facilitate people when they want to do it. Thank you, Barry, for that. Let me go to Peter. Peter you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Peter? Hey, how's it going, Niall? All right, Peter, nice to talk to you. Peter, I mean, nobody wants to see those pictures. You know, they're they're horrendous to look at. Those rubbish everywhere and pee everywhere. Look, look, Niall, I pretty much agree on most of the subjects that you talk, and I absolutely agree with you on, on this subject. But it's in the same time, definitely, it's to blame um, these young, young, young people. You know, they need to take a responsibility for their action. And, and just the leaving things behind them is just not, I mean, would they do this at home? Do they live like this? Uh, they need, I mean, if you're a proud person, if you love your country, you all love your, love your town, love your city, you would never do something like that. I've been, as I mentioned to your colleague on, on, on the phone, I've been traveling around the world, around the, especially around the Europe, and I never saw such a dirty town like a Dublin. I'm sorry to say, Dublin has an excellent potential to be one of the prettiest cities in, 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 in Europe, but it's just not. I don't know if this is the blame, blame of the people who don't care or the local authorities. I really, it's not for me to judge, but it, it, it is a problem considering that um, Ireland is considered as a first world con- mm-hmm. economy, right? And it's just, it's so poorly infrastructure to build and, and you know, where do, if, you, if you, let's say, if you could just go to Krumlin or, 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 or Drimna, there's a car on top of the car, streets are blocked, there's no proper infrastructure, more and more cars on the Litter is all over the, you know, if you go around the schools, you will see all plastic bottles, paper, all just throwing around. There is no so you're saying, aside from what happened at the weekend, you believe that generally the council yeah. are doing a bad job, and not only that, but the people themselves uh, don't take personal responsibility. They don't care. That's the worst part. You know. I don't think it's. I don't think it's everybody. I think, with the greatest no, respect, I think a lot of people do take no, personal no, responsibility. I'm just saying what I see. I yeah. No. 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 I'm not. I'm, that's your observation. I'm, I get that. And, and, and by the way, there's parts of Dublin that I look at that I'm quite ashamed of as well. Yeah. 
if you go, for example, Dublin 2, Dublin 6, Dublin 4, all those, let's say, posh areas, it's nice and clean and neat and, you know, roads, it doesn't need to be repaired, they're repaired. The sidewalks, it doesn't need to be repaired, they're repaired. You know, there's always somebody around cleaning. But as soon as you move from those posh areas, you know, there's a roads in a, in a, around, the, you know, these working class areas, which are, they were not repaired since they were built, you know. I'm, I'm not going to go on and on. And why, why do you think, Peter, when we talk about generally the city, that the upmarket areas, as you talk about, D4, etc., are kept better than, you know, the areas that would be considered to be working class like Dublin 1? Why, why do you think that is? Well, that's a very good question, you know. I mean, do you think it's the local councils are, are giving those areas preferential treatment or is it there's influences within those areas to get things done? Yeah, I would like to get the answer to that question as well, you know. As I said at the beginning of this conversation, I agree, I agree with most of your opinions and whatever you say. I pretty much go along with it. And I even thought to drop you an email like, you know, why don't you, you know, like activate yourself in a certain political action in, in regards to Dublin or, or Ireland. I'm sure they're going to have a lot of followers. I'll be one of the first there which I'm going to go for you and, and activate myself involuntarily. So you think I should run for Taoiseach? Is that what you're saying, Peter? I don't know what you should run for, but I have excellent potential. You have good attention. People respect you. You love this city more than ever I, anybody I know. And I think that you could do great changes. And I'm telling you. Oh, I'm thank not, you, Peter. I'm not an Irish. And I live here for a quite where, where are you? By the way, Peter, where are you originally from? I'm from, from Croatia. Okay. And, okay, let me, let me just talk about Croatia for a second, okay? So in Croatia... Do the local council in the area, I don't know what they call them, the local council in the area, the do, do they do a good job and are the people generally responsible when it comes to recycling, Absolutely. rubbish, etc., etc.? Absolutely. You have uh, bins on uh, sidewalks in a residential areas, and there is a, um, uh, let's say, city council which are pretty much responsible for these things, empty the bin. Even if there is a protest, even if there is uh, some kind of uh, concert in downtown or wherever it is, um, there's an army of people who are there to clean up, but it, people itself are very proud to, to, to be part of the town. They, they clean up uh, after themselves. And, for example, uh, when Croatia won the, I mean, it was, we say it won, but they were second on the World Cup, in a World Cup in Russia. There was a huge gathering in the town and welcoming the, 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 uh, the, our team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, as soon as the, the crowd left, you had an army of people cleaning up the city. If you would come in 3 o'clock in the morning, you would not find one single cigarette butt. Well, I have to say that's to be applauded. It's an awful shame we wouldn't do the same here, but it's an awful shame people wouldn't take that personal responsibility as well. But I do agree with you. More needs to be done. I think it's bad management. Peter, listen, thank you very much in the air. And thank you very much for your compliments, by the way. It's nice to hear that somebody does have faith in me. Catherine, you're an Ireland's classic kid. So are you. Hello, how are you, Niall? Um, very annoyed, actually, at the moment. Right. Because um, regard of, you know, it's gone from, I know the scenes the weekend wasn't the best and I came across the top of um, O'Connell or Grafton Street myself Saturday evening. It wasn't great. Right. Now, having said it, I said to your lady there, Ruth, and I'm not going down the races road here. I'm really not. But I have to say they weren't all Irish people now. When you say they weren't all Irish people, what do you mean by that? Well, there was a lot of Asian guys trying to, ch- ch- you know, see who get over. I don't know if you know Grafton Street very, very well at the top. They've got these big, huge plant tanks sitting in big wooden boxes. They look very well. Accordance off Grafton Street yeah. from the continuation onto, you know, Stephen's Green there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and they had them at the top of Henry Street as well. But up the ones at Grafton Street there, they were testable enough that you could jump over them. Yeah. No, they weren't drunk because with the religion, they can't drink. So you know who I'm talking about now, here. But when you said they can't drink, yeah, Ramadan is over. But Exactly, but yeah. they, they, Muslims don't drink anyway now. Yeah, but, really. but, 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 but Hank, Catherine, how did, you, did they tell you they were Muslims? No, I don't. They were talking to everybody and a lady went over to them. Yeah, but but, said, but Catherine, we, yeah, but Catherine, we live, I mean, Dublin has become quite multicultural now, right? It has. Yeah, and... Nobody and, asks us if we'd like it or not, but, I, well, there. but that's But that's... They're in it there, whether you like I it or know. not, Catherine. We've a lot of people from all over the world. And I could equally tell you that, you know, there was... No, I wasn't there myself. But mm. I'm pretty sure on other occasions that I've been in town where there's mass mm. gatherings of people, you know, that people who are born indigenous Irish, as you would like to call mm. them, are equally badly behaved. Exactly. Yeah, well, so well, well, I, I'm, no, I'm, well, then I'm lost. No, Karen, Catherine, let's go back. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you that people were badly behaved. Uh, some people were badly behaved. Mm. But pointing out that they were Asian or pointing out that they were Muslim... So, okay, should I point out that some were Catholic? What difference no, does it make? No, no, no. What, I'm what difference? No, I'm, I know, Catherine, I'm, I'm lost point. in your point, the point you're trying to make here. The point I'm trying to make is this. There was a lot of people there. There was a lot of, you know, people from different nationalities yeah, that were all there. Yeah. And obviously Isn't they, that thought, wonderful? they all yeah, thought, what? every one of them thought, of free for all. That's what it was. Yeah, I know, but I don't know why we're bringing nationalities into for it. I, I believe that's kind of irrelevant to the point. Well, as you're t- well, you're t- well, uh, that's I mean, you, you took issue with the last fellow that was on that he said, oh, no, the, the guy before that, he said Dublin had, the, that was over in Canada, Dublin has become a bit of a kip. I don't know much with them said it, somebody said. And you cannot disagree that parts of Dublin, no, I which, I, which I did correct him, parts of Dublin are a bit of a kip. Exactly. Parts of it. Exactly. Now, having said that, all I'm saying, all I want to bring forward is as a Dublin person, and you are yourself. Yes. What I'm saying is what the country chap said at the first, the fellow that was on from, he said he was all over, all over Ireland there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the, said, yeah, the oh, chap from Tipperary, yeah. On about a kip and he was laughing about the whole situation. Yeah. There are a lot of country people living in Dublin. <laughs> I don't see them going back. Yeah, but, but, anyway. but Catherine, it would be fair to say, you know, and I want to be just like everybody else. I want to be proud of Dublin City because I live I? because I live in it, right? And there are parts of Dublin City that I walk down and I go, oh, this is lovely. This is gorgeous. Oh, look at this. The tourists exactly. love this. Yeah. But I also equally walk down O'Connell Street and I go, it's a kip. Because yeah. O'Connell Street should be something we should be proud of and it's not anymore. I hate the word kip. It drives me no, back. I know, I know. I didn't, I didn't use it. They did earlier. Oh, and you used it. People, we all know... <laughs> Clearies is under a big revamp there. It's yep. going to be fantastic. Yeah, but that's still not going to take away from the fact that uh, O'Connell Street is littered with takeaways. No, I only see two. The only ones I know of are the two KFC. McDonald's. KFC. No, ah, there's two McDonald's. There's a KFC. There's a few other takeaways there as well, isn't there? Well, haven't, haven't, there is. There's the only one yeah. I know of the two McDonald's. I don't and then there's a casino then. What's, the, what's the name of the casino? But th- in, all, in all honesty, Quirkies, it's a lovely yeah. big wide street and it's Absolutely, the shops have nearly all, shall we say, a lot of them have, shall we say, not going to reopen, that's a fact, they're not going to reopen. Do you like the spire? No, I don't like the spire. No. No, I have a nephew in Australia, I'm only telling you the facts here, he was home three years ago here, and he's born and raised in Australia, and he thought it was fantastic. But you can't go up it. That's the problem. It's a bit of a useless thing. Anyway, listen, thank you for your contribution, Catherine. I don't necessarily agree with your uh, your objections to the multinational uh, city that we've become. Uh, James, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, James? Afternoon, Tina. Uh, James, okay, so who's... I'm not going to... I don't want to start the blame game here, but somebody has to be responsible for the mess that was left there over the weekend. Well, I just have to say, that the first thing I laughed at was Manic Flynn. It's like a tradesperson trying to be politically correct, blaming their tools on a bad job. 
He's a city councillor. He is a city councillor. But, but he, but yeah, but he is demanding that Owen Keegan come out and make a statement about it. A statement, a statement is no good. No, well, I did say that to him, yeah. We want a solution, simple, not a statement, yeah. Yeah, well, the simple fact is he's a councillor. He makes the decisions. He's elected by the city, the citizens of Dublin to make these decisions for the citizens of Dublin. And he is not making... So the book stops with him. It doesn't stop with the city manager. It stops with him. He is... Well, the the city manager is the man who decides how much money is going to be spent, where it's going to be spent, and how much staff we have to manage this. Let's look at money. You know, what do uh, Dublin City Council and all the other various councils receive in our new property tax? Isn't that what we were told when we signed up to it? It'll pay for things. The simple fact is some people are responsible for, you know, the mess that was made. There's no dispute in that. But the fact that if the bins are left out, and as you mentioned about the likes of skips and stuff like that, I think most people are civic-minded enough to walk to, you know, 50 yards, 100 yards up, you know, to throw bottles, cans, uh, you know... Into a bottle uh, bank or a skip. Into a bottle bank or something. This mainly falls down on accounts. And then, as you said, that one that was sent on Clareborn this morning, which I actually did hear, which is unusual because I don't normally listen to her, um, it said that, you know, if we put these facilities in, it'll bring more people into the city. The first person that he actually had on was the guy who owns Brown Sugar, and he wasn't telling the narrative with him. He was saying, "Actually, sure, look, it's not that bad. You know, it was a bit dirty, but it wasn't that bad. And then suddenly it went from, it wasn't that bad to, it was absolutely horrendous and people were pooing everywhere and blah, 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 blah. So it just went the way that the government and the city council wanted to go. They wanted to blame everybody. Your last caller there, I don't know why she was going on about Muslims and stuff like that. I have no That's, idea what that was about, no. And I, I to be honest with you. I don't, I, unless, they had, I, unless they had the religion tattooed on the top of their head. I'm sure there was a lot of Catholics there as well, but, yeah, just to I give it balance, lads, yeah. Lads who were African origin, but they're probably Catholics. I don't know why she went down that road, to be honest with you. But <laughs> no. It looked like everybody was having a good time. And I, I love to see that that whole thing of the city. It's a great thing about living in the metropolitan city that we do live in. But by the way, as a taxi driver, were you out and about on um, Saturday night? I don't, I, I don't work weekends anymore. Now, I probably will go back, hopefully, when the economy reopens. What drivers said to me, because we talked to each other on various um, social media groups, was that the city was just, it's just gone to hell now in the last couple of weeks. Um, now, everybody is saying this today, and I find that extremely sad to listen to people saying is, that about the is. city. It is, Niall. And as, as a very, very proud Dubliner, I'm very proud of Northside. I, I went for a run in St. Anne's Park on Saturday, and the park was packed with families. Everybody was bringing their rubber. So maybe that's just us north side as we actually care about our city. <laughs> but um, what's called... Um, you I know, know, I don't know. And I did say earlier on, it doesn't matter where you're from in Dublin. If you went to a beach or went to a park, you most likely bring your rubbish home because you expect to do that, right? That's the way I when, when, to bring it home. Yeah, when you're in a city and you're outside pubs and restaurants and bars, normally what would happen is, you know, the bar would have somebody coming out and taking the bottles up, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. right? But that's when it's in a normal operation. And then when you don't have people indoors or indoor dining or indoor drinking and everybody is outdoors and there is a lack of staff because obviously the pubs are only providing enough staff to serve takeaway pints, well then, realistically, they're not taking responsibility. So it's up to everybody to have personal responsibility. If you put a skip at each end of the street, people couldn't avoid them as they walk off the street. And I think that would be the solution, but they just won't do it. Because they don't want to, by the words of the County Council this morning, I'm going to read that out again uh, that Amy put up there earlier on. And she's a journalist. I'm not too sure, actually, Amy, I'm kind of aware she's a journalist. But anyway, she says, mortifying scenes in Clareborn right now. Dublin City Council official says they can't provide more bins and toilets as that might encourage people to come into town to use them. I mean, the whole purpose is to get people into town to breed a bit of life back into the city. Isn't that the purpose? Yeah. Because if someone comes into town 
and they're, they're going to buy, and if they buy an alcohol in town, the government's getting the tax on that. But what they could do, my option is get a taxi in, get a taxi home, get a bus in, get a bus home, Lewis in, Lewis home, whatever. They might stop somewhere and get it before they go drinking. They might get a coffee and a sandwich. So someone else in that um, part of the economy is getting money. Like, this is what money circulates in the economy like this. Like, it's the most ludicrous statement I've ever heard. Few portaloos, very, very simple. You can put five portaloos there, two for the lads, three for the girls because they take longer. You have one council member of staff there making sure that they're, they're okay, they're not messed around. And you could have and one member of council staff. Because remember now, the, the city council cleaning the staff, they work 24-7. That's not just a nine-to-five job. I often see them now when I start work early in the morning. I see them leaving the depots at 5 o'clock in the morning. Absolutely, because I remember, I remember when I used to work in the nightclubs, they used to go around with the green machine. Do you remember the yeah. green machine? they go around with the green machine when I was leaving the nightclub at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And I believe they still do that. But maybe they just need to have people on site. Listen, James, thank you very much indeed. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.